Today in our scripture readings, we hear in our first reading from Acts of the Apostles, the very first line I'd like to start with. It says, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers. Right off the bat from this line of scripture, from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, verse 13, right off the bat, we can draw truth from this. The truth we can draw from it is God is the same God of Abraham. He's the same God of Isaac. He's the same God of Jacob and our fathers, meaning so forth in time. And remember, in the early world, in this early world in the beginning, that the Greeks, the Mesopotamians, the uh, Egyptians, they had many gods. They celebrated polytheism, many gods. The Israelite people were unique in that they acknowledged there is one God, the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of our fathers. So this truth that we draw is that we are a people that believe in one God, that we acknowledge one God, that we worship one God. And that at this time, this God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. We read in John's Gospel, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And all things came to be through this Word, without which nothing would be. It's through the Father's eternal Word that creation occurs. So, God is the God of time and space. And in time and space, there's matter. This God creates matter in time and space. Prior to the creation of the visible world, God created the invisible world, meaning the angelic realm. God created the angels. But then God eventually created matter. And in matter, time and space, this God governs the both invisible and visible world. And He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, our God. And so we look at this scripture, and what we see here are some important truths. Matter serves form. Do a little philosophy with you, right? Matter serves form. Meaning, I take the marble that God gave me, God gives us marble. I take marble and I form it into an altar. That matter, the marble, serves the purpose that an altar is meant to serve, which is to offer sacrifice. Right? Wood. God gives us wood. We, through our intellect, our capacity to think and create and to design, we make a cross. And the matter of wood serves the form of the cross, and the purpose of the cross was to sacrifice criminals. To, to, to punish criminals. Wood, you could look at the pews you're sitting in, right? The matter of the wood serves the form which the designer of the pews gave him, which is for you to sit in. You know, 
It's cotton. Cotton. God gives us the 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 uh, I don't know what 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 do we use for cotton? What makes who makes what's the plant? Is there a plant? Yeah. Okay. Praise God. So God gives us this plant, and we make the cotton, right? Well, somebody designed these pants I'm wearing, right? And the clothes you're wearing. See, matter serves form. And God created matter. He created matter. So we must ask if the altar serves its purpose, if the chairs and the cotton and the wood serve their purpose, if we serve the purpose of the design, then we need to look at our own selves. God gave us hands, head, feet, ears, eyes, nose, legs. He created this matter. You come to know Father Michael because you see Father Michael's body. You hear Father Michael speaking with your ears. I'm communicating a spiritual reality through matter. Matter, cre- matter is like it teaches it teaches if we look. And if we look at the design of a cross, it's teaching us a spiritual truth. You know, if we look at the altar, it teaches a spiritual truth. The, the pews, you know, you sit in them. You look at me, though. What spiritual truth do I teach with the matter I've been given? You know, what spiritual truth can I teach with my hands? Some people think I'm Italian because I use my hands a lot, but I'm not. But what spiritual truth do I communicate with the matter I've been given? And we read in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, you were created in the image and likeness of God. Humans can create the altar. Humans can design the pews. Humans can create a cross. Humans can build, you know, design pants and sew them all together, etc. But who sewed me together? We read in Psalm 139, you were knit together in your mother's womb. We were knit together in our mother's womb by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This God knit us together. He made me male. Man. He made you ladies women. He made us this way. So we got to think, what message is, what spiritual truth is God trying to communicate to us by the way He designed and formed the matter of our male and female bodies? Why did He make us male and why did He make us female? Why did He give us this design? Like us, we can design an altar, but we got to turn to the designer and maker that made us to discover the spiritual truth that we're called to portray, to communicate, to give to the world. You know, like Jesus says, we are the light of the world. What he's saying is, there's a lot of people that don't understand the spiritual truth that they're designed to communicate. So then we read on. This God has glorified His servant, Jesus whom you handed over and denied in Pilate's presence, on and on. It says, you denied the Holy and Righteous One. You, mur- you asked for a murderer. The author of life you put to death. Then go and at the end he says, repent, be converted, that your sins may be wiped away. What's he speaking about? First I'd like to say, 
He glorified His servant, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus is the enfleshing of God. God took on matter. He took human form. God, the invisible, the inaudible, the untouchable God, He took on a body, matter. Because we forgot the way we were supposed to use the matter we've been given. I always say, what's the matter with your matter? Huh? <laughs> what's the matter with your matter? How are you using your ears? How are you using your eyes? How are you using your brain? How are you using your feet? How are you using your hands? How are you using your body to glorify God the Father who gave, you, gave us our bodies? It says, He glorified His servant. See, servant's a key word there. Jesus served the Father by embracing humanity. He embraced the body. He used His body to serve the Father. And this is our call. Saint, or not saint, but soon to be probably, but John Paul II, he said, God came into the world to reveal man to Himself. God came into the world. He took on matter. He took on a human form to reveal to us what it means to be human. You know, these are questions we don't think about a lot, but, you know, did you ever think about why did God give me five fingers? Why did He make me this way? Why did He give me a hand where I can move it? And, you know, why do, he, why do I have two arms? Why do I have two ears and one mouth? I always ask the kids that because we can listen twice as much as we speak, right? So God has a plan here. He, he has, he did, the, the, the human body has proportion and design. He gave it a design and a plan. He stamped the plan right into my human body and your human body. And the purpose of that plan is to image Him in the world. I just had a wedding yesterday and you know, I was speaking of this. And you know, the, word, the Greek word for symbol, symbolim. The Greek word for sim, symbol, meaning, you know, you see this, it, you, the symbol is altar. You get altar out of that. Symboline means to unite. Diabolim, the Greek word for divide. What does this mean? It means when I use an altar, if I use this altar for... I don't know, if I started cooking burgers and using it to drink, you know, have a beer and fries on, I would be misusing that altar. The matter which is formed to serve for the purpose of being an altar, a place of holiness and sacrifice, I would be divorcing the matter from its purpose. I would be misusing it. It'd be diabolim. Sin, think diabolim, diabolic. When something's diabolic, it's being misused. Symboling means that we connect with our intellects. Okay, altar, sacrifice, holy, sacred, we worship God. That's symboling, meaning the altar is symbolizing what it's meant to symbolize, which is a place of worship, an altar, a sacrifice. Well, then we need to ask ourselves, sin, sin is nothing more than when I misuse the matter of my body or I misuse myself. I divorce God's plan stamped into me from my actions. Like I choose to 
misuse my life in whatever way, selfish ways. It's all about selfish, right? So this is where we look at the Scriptures. And so I just to close, I'd like to just look at this second reading a minute. And it says here, the way, the way you can be sure that you know Him is to keep His commandments. Those who say, I know Him, but do not keep His commandments are liars. The truth is not in them. Whoever keeps His Word, the love of God is truly perfected in Him. What does that mean? It means that stamped in us is a call to communicate God to the world. Okay? And how do we know we know Him? When we follow His commandments. And the commandments, love God, love neighbor, right? First three, love God. Last seven, love neighbor. Our bodies are created to reveal God to the world by keeping His commandments. The commandments is God's Word. Who created you? God the Father spoke your bodies, carved them, designed them into being. He designed this. He made it the way it is. Meaning when I'm obedient to the commandments, I'm obedient to God's Word. And when I'm obedient to God's Word, I'm living as God made me. And when I'm living as God made me, I reveal God to the world. And when I'm revealing God to the world, I'm giving glory to the Father because it's no longer Father Michael who's living, but the Word of God that formed me is becoming flesh through me. Jesus lives in me. I let Jesus lift and give glory to the Father through my life. And that might be getting up to change the baby's diaper in the middle of the night. That's living God's, that's Jesus. Forgiving your spouse, that's Jesus. You know, being patient with someone when, or listening to someone or talking to someone or picking up the phone when you're annoyed with somebody and you don't want to talk to them, right? Whatever that be. But this is all how Heaven and earth come together. Matter, God created matter to reveal Himself. Not to divorce the material world from God. Satan wants to divide and separate the material world from the spiritual world. That's what sin is. If I divorce this beautiful bouquet of flowers from God, the flowers, I miss the message. Symbolism. These flowers are symbolic of beauty. God is beauty. You know, you divorce a sunset from God, you miss the point of the sunset. When we see a married couple getting married, if we divorce marriage from God, we miss the point of marriage. If I divorce the altar from its purpose, I miss the point of the altar. Look in the mirror when you go home. What's the purpose of my body? Why did God make me? You're meant to symbolize. When people see you, they should immediately think, wow, God's at work here. Something's happening. And so I'd like you to, throughout this week, you know, think every hour, devote 30 seconds. Just say, Holy Spirit, come. And pause. Just be quiet for a little bit. Holy Spirit, come and then just be quiet. Because see, the Holy Spirit is what makes the Word flesh. When you receive the Holy Spirit, your body will display Jesus more clearly. 
Because God created all things through His Word. He breathed that flower into being. He created with His Word and breath. So we need to receive the breath of God so the Word of God can sing through us and return glory to the Father. So, there it is. Praise God. So let's stand and use our bodies to profess our faith. Oh, and I